are Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Rock Auto has an amazing selection with reliably low prices and all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. So the Flames have had a little bit of a resurgence over these last few games, and they have now won three straight after shutting down Montreal 4-1 to last night. Before we jump into today's episode, though, I want to remind you to make sure that you are subscribed to Locked on Flames on your favorite podcast app or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. We're here for you every day. Yesterday, I told y'all to keep your expectations low or, well, my expectations for the game against Montreal would be low because, you know why? If you have low expectations or you don't have any expectation, you can't get your feelings hurt, you know? You can't build up that excitement, especially on the second half of a back-to-back, you know? You just kind of got to go and just go into it with a blank mind. It's just kind of the way you got to do it. (laughs) But uh, speaking of the game last night, Elias Lindholm was banged up at center ice, and he had a hard time getting up. And he looked like he was in a heck of a lot of pain heading over to the bench, but he never missed a shift. He, uh, I thought he, you know, was going to at least go down the tunnel or maybe something. I don't know. He looked like he was in a lot of pain and God bless him. (laughs) But it was Noah Hannafin who launched a rocket from just in front of the blue line to get ahead or to put the flames on the board early. And uh, Mark Giordano scored 29 seconds into the second period. Um, Going off of these first two goals, what I can say is that the defense is uh, alive and well, both defensively and, of course, offensively, which I know Sutter has been trying to get them to work on. Uh, He's talked about for the last month wanting to get the defense more involved offensively, and I think that that is a pretty fair assessment and expectation. Um, You know, if your team has the opportunity to score, I think, you know, just shooting the puck is a lot uh, simpler than overpassing the puck and, of course, generating chances for turnovers, which we have seen, and I think that the Flames have gotten a little bit better about that under Sutter, but... With Geo and Hannafin's goal, put the Flames up 2-0, and then uh, Montreal scored, and it was their only goal of the game, actually. <laughs> so um, it was Levo and Monaghan who had two goals in the third. You know, you always love to see that, especially where Levo just really struggled for those first 20-something games. I think it was 20, it was either 20 or 23, I can't remember, Um and, you know, he, he was due, and I felt so bad for the guy. A lot of us were kind of convinced that he was just going to go the entire season without a goal. And, of course, you have Sean Monahan finally scoring another goal. Um, it was an empty netter, but, hey, it, it still counts. I liked what we saw from the team. I think, you know, they came out of the gates 
with rockets on their skates and they they had the speed and they were really giving Montreal a run for their money in the and Montreal's defensive zone, so obviously the Flames' offensive zone, and um, you know they they did not allow Montreal to clear the puck to at least attempt to clear the puck or anything. They were there and they were on attack mode. I thought that this was probably one of the best efforts I'd seen, and one where that energy didn't die down and the Flames didn't look deflated. As the period went on, I think that I, <laughs> I don't know if you can call this team out of shape because like in order to be a hockey player, you got to be pretty in shape. But I just don't think that they were up to par on conditioning. And Sutter came in and said, if you want to win, you, we need to get your butts into shape. And of course, you know, the Flames obviously dominated the offensive zone, which I just essentially said, but they outshot Montreal 40 or sorry 34 to 27 and they won a good chunk of the faceoffs in Montreal zone it was uh 60 60 to 40 uh, obviously with the flames dominating there but i have a question is the whole shortening shifts things thing working sutter came in and kind of slashed everybody's numbers, everybody's minutes and time on ice. And at first, people were like, oh, is this like a punishment thing? Like, what's going on there? Are we sure this is what we want? Like, why don't you have your best players out on the ice? And sort of things like that. But it's so the team (laughs) can, you know, uh, play a 60-minute game and not get winded after 25 minutes. And I thought that last night they looked fantastic. And... You don't really see that on the second half of a back-to-back, especially against a team that is as talented and uh, the caliber of the team Montreal is. So I was very impressed with that. I'm, I'm not going to lie there. But, you know, overall it was a really good game. And the teams meet up again tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern. Um Again, this is probably, I'm pretty sure that this is one of the games that they had to either make up or move around the schedule start time, and I am just laughing. I, You know, that 6 p.m. start time is so weird for me, and when I think about it, um, you know, that's like an afternoon for y'all, so I'm like, oh, a nice uh, Friday afternoon hockey to end the week, but coming up next, we have to talk about... JT Miller's comments yesterday in regards to the Canucks remainder of the season and who oh boy the league really has the their work cut out for them but first I'm going to tell you about um this wonderful promotion um 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive diners designers working today Rings show, rings are sure to bring joy into your life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, the f- 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring, ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or a simply beautiful con- conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day, 
only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. This collection features high quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight her and is fairly priced so you can give her something truly beautiful, special, and meaningful. If you're on the hunt for the perfect unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. Locked on Flames continues. Don't forget to follow me over on Twitter. You guys, yesterday was quite the interesting day. Um, The Canucks had a little bit of media availability, and uh, JT Miller sat down, of course, via Zoom, and had plenty to say. I think that it was um, quite nice. To, uh, no, nice isn't the right word um, because dealing with COVID is not nice. But it was important for him to say. And he went on to say, I think like the first quote that we saw was, I don't really feel ready at all. And, you know, um, that that's a pretty fair statement. I think that I just... Um, I feel really bad for the team. Obviously, you know, we know that COVID is not a joke. We know that it affects everybody differently. And I just think that, you know, we don't know how these guys are feeling. And plenty of these players, I'm pretty sure, have come out and said, or at least talked to reporters um, anonymously and things like that and said, you know, like, I'm having trouble breathing. And JT Miller said... I'm a very competitive guy, but at the same time, this isn't about hockey right now. It's about the health and safety of our players and their families. We have to make sure our priorities are in the right place. Between this and Connor McDavid speaking out about the NHL handling of the Canucks uh, remainder of the season, you just got to give them props for actually speaking out. Um, You know, the NHL Players Association is there for reasons like this because you know um it's kind of like when you're in a workplace and you gotta go to hr because you know your boss is being a little bit of a dinky and uh, a little bit of a stinker so you gotta go talk to them and you know they they can sort it out for you and help you navigate the process but we haven't heard anything about the nhlpa getting involved uh maybe they're keeping that behind closed doors but i feel like somebody would have let that slip by now if that was the case um it's a very interesting conversation to have because apparently the team had not undergone like medical evaluations like heart like cardiac and um pulmonary so like your lungs your breathing test respiratory tests and um they were going through that today, either before or after practice. And all I have to say is, has nobody been paying attention to the last year? You know, we've seen COVID affect young, healthy, tip-top shape athletes. So there's a lot more than just, you know, not being able to taste or smell that goes into this. And unfortunately, I don't think 
the league has it right at all. And I think one of the most telling parts was the Canucks reposting these quotes on all of their social media accounts. Normally, like, you might see quotes tossed up there from, like, a post-game presser or just regular media availability, but the fact that they went to this account rather than the team's PR account is telling, and they actually reposted one of his quotes on their Instagram as well, and I tweeted about this saying that this really sends the message home to the league, and of course the team is standing by its players, and at first I was like, whew, this is, you know, kind of a tough look for the Canucks, um, just only when Miller had spoken out, but, um, you know, I don't think that he was coached or guided to say any of this, I think that it was... um, all on his own doing because what he what does he have to gain by you know being the one the odd man out sort of deal but I really hope that these players have the time to rest and to really you know get themselves back into some sort of like you know conditioning but slowly build their way back up there if that's what they need. Uh, 19 games in 30 days is just not responsible, and it's not reasonable. So I'm interested to see how the NHL um, responds and if they expect this. They're supposed to, like, play tomorrow or something, I think. They're supposed to, like, you know, resume their <laughs> their season tomorrow. So it'll be interesting for sure. Um Let me know what you think. Is this a situation where the league just kind of needs to say, you know, I'm sorry that this happened. I wish you guys the best, and we're just going to cancel the season, like their season. Now, I don't know what kind of implications that would have on the rest of the North Division, but I think they kind of have to figure that out because it does not look like the Canucks will be playing or should be playing, but so that, you know, that takes care of that, um, really feel for these guys and their families, and, you know, a lot of people are like, well, they get paid all this money, they should just shut up and play, or if they want to play, if they don't want to play, then they should forfeit their salaries, I'm sure that, that, I'm sure that that's not in their, um, CBA or anything like that, so, um, no, <laughs> but it's also just kind of like I they do have a right to strike. It is in their um, in the CBA as well. And of course, uh, one of I'm pretty sure that the top line of the under the health and wellness guidelines is uh, the NHL promises to provide uh, healthy conditions where all of its team members like feel safe and aren't under extreme working conditions. Gotta laugh at that. You really do. But like I said, that wraps that up, and we will be back to talk about the reality of the Flames right now. RockAuto.com is a family-owned business that has been serving you and your family, friends, for the last 20 years. RockAuto.com has all the parts your car, truck will ever need. They have everything from antennas, brake pads, you name it. They've got it. And the 
there is no hassle when you have to go and order them. It is a very user-friendly website, and of course, you can type locked on in their how did you hear about a section so they know that we sent you. Bet Online is your place to go for placing your online bets. Bet Online AG is a great website where you can see updated betting and all the props you need in order to make the right decision. And with Locked On, you can use a promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus when you sign up for a free account and with your first deposit. So head on over to Bet Online AG and sign up today. Make that first deposit and use promo code Locked On so you get a 50% welcome bonus. Hey guys, it's Jess jumping in here, and I'm just here to remind you to subscribe to Locked On Flames wherever you get your podcasts. The Flames are currently in fifth place, fighting fighting for that playoff spot. Um, you know, with Montreal being their next, I believe, four games, four out of their next uh, 14, it could be fun. You know, uh, they are... A few points behind them now. I believe it's four, but Montreal has a game in hand. So, you know, you got to take a look at that and see how can the Flames capitalize on this. And they do have 14 games left, which is crazy. I know that it's a shortened season, but it does really feel like just yesterday I was, you know, hitting upload on that season preview, waiting for them to play Winnipeg. And, you know, this year has been an up-and-down season. And, you know, between Matthew Kachuk, like, starting off really hot, Mangiapane not really finding himself until February, and then, you know, Jeff Ward getting fired, weird comments about Gaudreau and the praising of uh, Lucic and Giordano. But, you know, the one thing that hasn't wavered at all is your support for the team and, of course, your support for the show Uh, numbers have really gone up, so I appreciate you tuning in day after day, week after week, sticking around through this madness. I hope that we continue to grow together, and good things are coming. There's always, you know, always plenty of goodness out in the world, but that's all I have for you guys today, and of course, I will be back tomorrow with a guest, and we will be talking about stats, numbers, winners, and losers of the week. So make sure to hit that follow button and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you know that you'll never miss an episode, and we're here for you, your team, every day. Bye-bye.